Welcome to, whoops, that was too loud. Welcome to episode 72 of the Brothers of Discussion. Bro- brothers of Discussion. Brothers of Discussion. Brothers of Discussion. It's we're, a Brothers uh, of Discussion, motherfucker. <laughs> we were spitballing if we should uh, come up with a new theme song. Uh, I, I, obviously, it's always the right time to change your theme song on a podcast. Uh, if, if anybody had any suggestions, we are wide open. Uh, come on, Come on and... Bring them over. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like some hot rock and roll riffs like... <laughs> uh, I think I'd just be thrilled that there's somebody who listens to this and also like loved it so much that they spent probably more time writing a song than we do creating an episode. <laughs> That would be fun. I would enjoy that. I I just want to know that that happened. I don't. I don't know how much I'd even enjoy like the if that's, hearing the song. If that's the criteria you're going for, we're basically looking at an NXT UK theme. Oh, oh shit! shit. Woo! All right, but that doesn't really apply to like Walter, uh, because they just went back in the halls of history. And pulled out some classical music. Um, which maybe we should do. Because I don't think anyone technically owns classical music. I, I think you can use that. Yes. Is that not, is that not correct? I will... Uh, let me... Um, Get our lawyers on the line. We got the them on the horn. Because I, I did the research. I wanted to do that. Like, after Walter came, I, I kind of think, like, most podcasts were like, Oh, yeah, you could do that. So here's the hang-up. What happens is, what ha- ha- what ha- happened... What ha- happened was... The individual orchestras and symphonies that play that music that we would probably find, they have uh... the license to, that, uh, to their own playing of that music. So mm. anybody can play that music and not have a worry in the world. So you just have to do an original... Com- recording of it yeah i was gonna say composition but it's its own original composition but yeah you have to you have to get an orchestra together and have them put it put it to paper or put it to the uh oh man if i was smart i'd throw in like a thomas edison reference right now of uh, phonograph put it to the phonograph and then play it back Woo! just put a jim Hot carrey name. reference in there that's that's about our iq level Matt. <laughs> Another exciting episode of Brothers of Discussion. We are almost at minute three. We've talked barely any wrestling. Matt, let the people know where they can find us. BODpodcast.com and BrothersofDiscussion.com. That's right. BrothersofDiscussion.com. The original Brothers of Discussion. That's oh, shoot. Correct. I forgot to buy that. We got to buy that. Yep. Uh, we will be right back. And we're <laughs> back. Uh, <laughs> at BOD Podcast for... Uh, social media where you can see all of my great twitter posts of um kurt angle looking like the baby from dinosaurs i hope you all enjoyed that because there were thirty thousand people that saw it and uh almost 400 liked it and i i appreciate every single one 
my uh my sleeping habits uh habits do not appreciate that um i was just kind of like staring at my phone waiting for more likes to come in it's it's a problem but uh if you want to see more of those great tweets uh we've got two assignments for you follow us at bod podcast and if you join the facebook page of brothers of discussion you will then have access to the brand new brothers of discussion uh group <laughs> wow it's, it's called uh live wrestling discussion with spoilers I, I think i put that in parentheses uh you don't have to look for that group just look for the brothers of discussion there are group attachments to that page you'll you'll get right in it's it's super easy but what we're doing right now uh we're introducing our um moderators or no i'm sorry our admins and uh we're, we're giving everybody an opportunity to sort of get to know each other uh, a little bit of a mingling here uh as our wrestling programs uh are, are played out live and of course actually a lot of downtime a lot of people having good discussions um i do ask let's let's uh let's pump the brakes on um you know porn like stuff uh definitely on anything racist and uh let's let's remember that these uh ladies are are human beings uh so like i don't mind like a hot picture of becky lynch but um you know maybe we can be civilized as we discuss it (laughs) we'll talk about the nice area that she's in we can admire the physique Yes. Uh, you know the hours put in at the gym yeah uh, a nice pretty don't, red you know hair. if you're gonna do that don't forget a nice picture of you know biggie when the straps come down so just be an yeah. equal go opportunity. both ways well yeah. ogler ogle both uh, ogle everything yeah you know um anywho so let's talk some pro wrestling pro, mostly wwe My, yeah you won't wrestle me nikki bella announced her uh sort sorry, of retirement my, my headphone i don't know what's going on i just flew to san diego flew back and i swear Boy, matt's arms tired the, <laughs> the headphone or the uh earbud that goes in my left ear I'm, t- I'm just checking to make sure it's not like clogged with earwax the one that goes in my left ear i swear i can't hear out of it it's just it's bugging me is uh, this a new uh draws gimmick you're doing He's a wrestler who used to puke all the time, so now you're just uh, pumping your head full of earwax and then uh, making so. your making your poor earbuds job out to the earwax. Um, I think I'm, I'm just gonna have to turn this up. But uh, okay, so now I'm really distracted. But uh, Nikki Bella announced her retirement, um, just like my left ear has. Uh, Mike, you asked, are we not giving enough credit to Nikki Bella as a wrestler? Um, yes. Now, I shouldn't have asked that because that was your question, and I know you have an answer, so I want you to go, and then I will... (laughs) I will... I have an idea of how I want to respond to this, so I will set it up that way. And of course, Nikki Bella of the Bellas and the Total Bellas and all that fun stuff. If you don't know, or if it doesn't pop off the top of your head, that's who Nikki Bella is. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, um... Well, I think that the, the only reason I want to bring this up in our little tidbit section today is um, I don't think we normally would have if I if I didn't put something in there, and I, I kind of forced it myself. Um, you know, you and I were never huge Nikki Bella marks. Correct. Um, but she has 
done a pretty good job marketing herself. She's gotten really powerful heat um, as far as from people like us who would, you know, if she was in a match, we're obviously going to root against her. Um, and that's a testament to her abilities on the microphone and the character she's created with this, um, where she's really grasped vanity and just flaunted it all all over the ring where her her damn entrance song is you can look but you can't touch so it's just the perpetual teasing from nikki bella um so with that character down i think she's kind of been kind of a uh you know kind of the kind of the the sneaky rat heel um you know kind of the chicken shit heel you know she's kind of hid behind her sister when it's convenient use some twin magic when it's convenient um but she's, you know, put on really strong matches. Uh, she's had really strong matches against Paige. Um, just this, you know, past fall, we saw her against Ronda Rousey. Um, you know, at the uh, women's only pay-per-view. So, you know, she's not getting these spots exclusively because she knows how to market herself. She, you know, knows how to get heat. And, you know, she has a resume against pretty high-profile wrestlers and I don't think she's disappointed um, the audience in that regard. So, Matt, the main reason I want to bring this up, bring up this 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 thought is um, obviously she hasn't really been an active wrestler in a while, so it's not you know like a huge deal you know like if AJ Styles retired you know for example uh, you know like tomorrow that would be shocking. So, I guess the only thing with this is she announced her retirement sort of said she'd come back with the right situation, but Matt. Yes. It's not getting a lot of fanfare from WWE. It's it's just kind of a you know an Instagram, Twitter announcement. You know, it's not really mentioned um, on Raw or SmackDown. Do you think it should be, or do you think because of her presence on Total Bellas, this is about the fanfare it deserves? Well, I I mean, it's not like it came through on like ESPN, right? Like that wasn't the source that the, uh, the whole conversation started with. So something about the WWE and releasing the information and their PR people, uh, they're they're disconnected from from the story. So Nikki having it come out, I don't know. I I would have guessed she was retired. It wouldn't be a question I'd ever ask. Is you know, is when's Nikki coming back? Um, when she does come out, she was extremely groan inducing. So she did do a lot for, um, women's wrestling and ignoring that would be silly, but. Oh, real quick too. She's also, uh, the one who helped get Asuka over in the first women's Royal Rumble. So I want to give her credit there too, because we love Asuka and she's going to come up later, but go ahead. Well, you know, I, let me jump on that because are we mad at Charlotte right now? Or are we mad at booking? booking so do we need to give nikki bella credit for doing her job no but you know i think there's a strong feeling at that royal rumble for is that what we're referring to that royal rumble or just in general i i mean I, she she didn't really lay down for oscar oscar was you know it would have been no, horrible but... if oscar had to lay down for nikki i i think we we ran into like what ex, the expectation should have been i well, it's just that, you know, sometimes it feels like the writing's on the wall, or like with Rumble, we like to give somebody like a like a Batista a victory, or like a Triple H, you know, in the past couple years. 
Yeah. So it wasn't inconceivable that, my God, they're going to give Nikki Bella... Inconceivable! Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't uh, inconceivable that she would win um, just because of how WWE usually operates. So it it really helped um, strengthen the crowd reaction, uh, both, you know, pro, Asuka, you know, nay for Nikki. So I, I think it was a smart choice in that spot. Um, and then Nikki's not really a full-time performer, so the loss doesn't really help her, and she doesn't have to, like, worry about being a number one contender or a title holder. It's just her own, uh, gravitational heat, um, helped sell that finish for Asuka. And I'll, you know, I'll I'll give you, um, there's, you know, there's a ton of merit to your, your argument. I also don't want to talk about Nikki Bella for more than the amount of time we've talked about it. Right. Yeah, so, we've got other things. Thanks, but... Nikki. Uh, you know, you got 10 minutes on Brothers of Discussion. Um, congratulations. <laughs> let's uh, stick, let's uh, stick with uh, the women's <laughs> side of WWE here. And uh, what I thought was a big announcement, Joan Jett uh, confirmed for Ronda Rousey. She is going to play the... Um, the entrance theme for Ronda to walk out to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one of my favorite, and I think we've talked about it. It's our it's our favorite entrance theme. I I don't know how you could argue like Bad Reputation is also the greatest theme song to a television show in Freaks and Geeks, and it, <laughs> it's just you can't be you know having a license to play good music <laughs> there's right. there's always you know well maybe you'll get lucky and and your guy working in the back will make something pretty hot and then you get like a nakamura um but i mean it's joan jett uh, and and bad reputation one of my favorite songs of all time i mean I, and there's a lot of music that exists so there there is a lot of meaning to this statement but there'd be no doubt in my mind that if I had a list of my hundred favorite songs, that Bad Reputation is going to be in there. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, they're get. I mean, Rhonda, she's she's getting a, a living legend, you know, to, to usher her to the ring. Yeah. I guess my question was, um, I'm going to throw my opinion out there just to see what, you know, if you kind of piggyback on it, if you got something better. But uh, what do you think... Ideally, it would be a, a you know maybe a best case scenario for Becky Lynch and Charlotte, um, you know for their entrances at WrestleMania. Um, I think Flair could she you know Charlotte Flair could kind of do her her usual with the the peacocking robes because that's kind of what her dad did. She would just have you know even more over the top uh, ring attire. But what if she had a hundred peacocks that were dressed just like her? Ooh. Kind of like the John See, Cena now thing. we're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Have them lined up. Pinned and they all have little robes the... on, and then yeah. they all like flock down to the ring with her. And then yeah, they're all like. Cool. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> my my idea for Becky though, if she's really gonna embrace the man, you know, and kind of you know take this 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 whole wrestling thing seriously, you know, she's there to to grit and grind and scrap and claw. I thought it would be a cool idea for her to really, like, dress it down. Um, maybe lose the extensions, you know, come out with zero makeup and just be a no-nonsense battle. Um, maybe that's too much. Matt, what are your thoughts? What would you do for Miss Lynch? I don't think that would ever happen. I, I think, um, I don't know. There's There was something about, like, um, I 
I mean, that's the last thing that we ever want to do on this podcast is dress someone up or undress them. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it'd be something, I, you know, it totally makes sense. The poetry in it, the storytelling in it is really cool. But I also think there's this idea that, you know, she also wants to express herself that way. Um, so it'd be cool. It would just, it would also be kind of weird for Vince to walk into the dressing room and be like, hey. Take all that makeup off. You're going to look more like a man. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. All right, tape her up. Um, it also would be kind of cool, like, for a little while, Becky, before she would do that charging attack into the corner, she would kind of emulate that, um, what's her name? Ed, Ed, Edward? From uh, that Disney movie Brave. She would kind of do the bow and arrow. Yeah. Uh, maybe she could incorporate archery in some way. That would be kind of cool. Um, well, I really loved. She was dressed up as the character from Horizon Zero Dawn, and I just saw it resurface on social media, and people were ripping it to shreds, and I fucking loved it. I mean, granted, mm. I'm a huge fan of that video game. I think it's one of the best games I've played in like the last ten years. Like, one of the most innovative fighting things. Blah 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 blah. Anywho, Becky Lynch just jump loves the game. Is, yeah. Did I screw up? Because I is that the black and yellow. I thought she was doing Kill Bill. What? Like she had the black pants with the yellow stripe? Oh, Am I no, thinking of the is, same thing? This is something different. This is from... Okay, early. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You're, you're fine. Um, yeah, so I liked it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's Brothers of Discussion. We just talk about things we like. Yep. <laughs> um, kind of jumping down here on the tidbits. Um... Another Hall of Fame announcement, if you, Matt. If Heart you're following Foundation. along with the the show notes, we're on um, number three of tidbits. <laughs> uh, they're actually not numbered. This is bullet point three. Oh, right. It's not bullet, numbered. The third bullet out of four. If you go down. <laughs> so we've five. worked through uh, two bullet points and two sub bullet points, and then one <laughs> sub sub bullet point. Yep. Now we're back to one regular bullet point. Uh, Hall of Fame announcement, Hart Foundation will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Matt, is, how many times have we put the Hart Foundation in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Didn't mean, we already do this? You know, I, I, I went, uh, I'm going to bring up social media again. Uh, you know, I went to social media to start reading through the comments on like when this post was made. And to see people get so excited, I, I, I'm thinking of it two ways. I mean, one... To me, personally, this is the type of thing, everybody, where it goes, we should not give a flying fuck about the Hall of Fame. Because, obviously, it doesn't matter when you're just putting in not just the heart, you know, not the Heart Foundation with British Bulldog and um, Owen Hart. Jesus Christ. No, you're putting in the other heart foundation where it was just brett brett hart and jim the anvil and forgetting to mention that uh mouth of the south jimmy hart jimmy. was their mouthpiece yep. that's not even brought up that's not mentioned they also had uh brian pillman was in there wasn't he uh part of yeah part of the uh the larger uh heart foundation um yeah. but yeah so you know if you're not even gonna get you know if you're gonna say no we're only doing Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil. And then you're not even going to throw in Jimmy Hart. What the fuck is the point? I, and, and I'll say, I'm going to stop. That's once, that's me personally. 
I have not watched a Hall of Fame show. I, I've only watched the one that was in Detroit, and that's because we live in Michigan, and I thought it was cool that they were at the Fox Theater. Yeah. But I, gosh, you know, I, I don't know who we're serving to attend these events. This seems like something that should just take place at a Holiday Inn ball, ballroom and let all the old farts have their night. Let them all, you know, shake hands and pinch each other's butts. That's great. But what people are paying to go see this, and, you know, I think now it's on the network, so I hope nobody's paying for the network to watch this. It is not well, worth think, it. It's not I mean, a real guess, Hall of Fame. I, I kind of... Uh... But no, I, it's not. I it's, have my other you know, point, too. Uh, I, no, the obvious thing is they're just doing this, you know, because we lost, you know, the Anvil this year. Um, so it's going to give us an opportunity for Natty to come out and do a speech for him. Yeah. And then maybe for Brett to accept on his behalf. But but doesn't it hurt, then, that it's not even genuine? You know? Like, you could just have, like, how the Oscars do, uh, you know, remember everyone we lost. Which... Granted, I know how horrible that would look every year to have, you know, a thousand guys on that list for the WWE to keep ushering <laughs> out. Um, we so, run out of time doing those matches. Right. It's, well, here comes the hour-long everyone we lost from concussions and <laughs> bad doctors. Um, right. Like, I, I understand they couldn't highlight the fact that we lose so, so many pro wrestlers Let's look at it year. this way. What What main suggestion would you make like what could really? For, I'm gonna give you mine and see if that kind of gives you a, a jumping off point. Uh, what would make you want to watch the I, Hall of Fame? I, I, well, I was gonna say it doesn't count when I tell them to just have it at a Holiday Inn. That's my suggestion. Uh, well, I was gonna say if we had some sort of input, um, you know, not as ridiculous as <clears throat> you know, like like the baseball All Star Game is preposterous because it's usually whoever's hosting whatever city. You know, suddenly, all of a sudden, they have eight all-stars. You know, it's, yeah. it's garbage. So, I don't want that kind of percentage, but I think it would be kind of interesting, especially with, you know, how um, attached we are to our phones. If we had some sort of, you know, window where we could vote on, yeah. you know, certain guys, and that would be even just a percentage of what it takes to get somebody inducted. Not, you know, 100%. I don't, I don't you know... Then we'd have Scotty Too Hotty in there uh, because I'd be making him a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> right, that's what I was going to uh, say. <laughs> but, you know, if there was some sort of criteria, you know, if, if there was, you know, input from, you know, they could make up some committee and we just, you know, had like a 33% vote on it. I think that would, that would make me kind of be a little more involved. Well, let me, I'm going to ask you two questions, Mike. Um... Do you actually care about the, like, pro sports Hall of Fames? Not at all. I only care when the guys I grew up, like, at my Detroit Red Wings, or, I, I mean, I guess the Lions don't really make it into the Football Hall of Fame. But, like, I would care, like, when Pavel Datsuk goes into the Hall of Fame. Anything else, just, I don't give a shit. But even and to I that... think that involvement is why, though. Well, that's... It, this just feels like, you know how we said Anvil is getting in because, you know, we it was a tragic loss. You know, uh, his daughter was, you know, heavily involved with him still and posting yeah. him on Instagram constantly. So we, we, we saw Jim constantly. You know, if you were on Twitter, Instagram, fill in the blank. 
so you know it's like it's obvious why he's being inducted you know in this iteration right so i think with that involvement it would kind of you know if somebody's missing out on a percentage point as far as you know being eligible that year i think that would make you ah you know you'd be invested in you know like voting again and getting certain guys in but this just makes it feel like such a blatant publicity stunt yeah where you know some sort of vote some sort of committee would legitimize it a little a little bit more yeah and 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 i was gonna make uh, a couple points to the you know to the end that there's actual like you have to be you have to be like ushered in and and like accepted to vote on the hall of fame and then beyond that you all i mean you have to be like a respected writer like you don't just get it you know you got to be doing something for like if we as pro wrestling journalists were invited to vote on the hall of fame like what we've done is analyze pro wrestling for years and and then we are brave enough to produce our own content and put our opinions out there so that's how you you would earn it instead it's just the silly game of like well what makes the most sense who you know what bridge have we not burned or rebuilt in the last year it's just but you know i never made my second point and this goes to your point of um you know making natty happy but when I was looking at the comments on social media, so many people, this means so much to them. So that's the other side of it, where it's just like, you know what? Maybe I just shouldn't care. Let people be happy with this Hall of Fame. I'm going to keep not watching it. Um, and, you know, they, they can keep watching it, and they can keep enjoying it. And, and, and then, you know, good for them, and, and good for me, because I can go do something else. Yeah. But how boring is that? Fuck the Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, let's move on to uh, a couple of uh, a couple of, couple of I don't know what do we want to call WWE these? Hall of Famers. Yeah, uh, I was ready to call them old fogies because they're retired, but uh, they're young retirees of their <laughs> respective sports. Uh, Rob Gronkowski and Conor McGregor. Mm. Uh, I don't need a mic um what's funny is how many people hate ronda rousey that were probably the same people tweeting like oh i can't wait for conor mcgregor to come to the wwe it's just that's you know i don't know it's not like they're both like they both haven't had moments where they look like real assholes like as a human being like ronda i mean i'm saying ronda included in that not not rob gronkowski he's he's probably the nicest person in the world <laughs> and appreciates playing with tom brady for how many years eight eight years or whatever um yeah. you know and and i guess if i had to pick one i'd i'd say make it rob gronkowski and then he'd come in and he'd be really boring and then i'd never want conor mcgregor and he would come in and probably be one of the most interesting heels and he'd make me so goddamn fucking angry all the time he's yeah. i mean you know, let's, I think that, let's not yeah, forget he's, that he's a prejudiced fucking asshole. Everybody that was excited for him to, you know, announce his next move was to come to the WWE. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know. I put this in the tidbits just because it, you know, it, we've already had some people like Finn Balor commenting, you know, welcome to WWE, you know, see you in a couple weeks at Mania, comments like that. Yeah, he's always being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Well, he's being probably kind of pessimistic because they'll probably get bigger pushes than Finn gets. But um, I think the timing of these is a little interesting with Mania right around the corner. Um, and Gronk already had his, you know, WWE, WWE debut at last year's Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal. Um, and Connor's, you know, made comments about coming WWE. And uh, you and I are not huge fans of his. And I think he's already got natural heat. Um Natural heat is something that, you know, is that's kind of how Miz got kick-started because people hated him on MTV. Um, you know, Ronda got her start because she, you know, had the opposite. See, she could kind of coast in on, you know, familiarity. You didn't have to build her up. So these are, you know, known commodities. Um, so as far as either of those two guys getting signed, uh, I think it would be wise career moves. Um for them because Gronk I would hope because he's a big guy he wouldn't be getting you know bumped around in the head as much it's harder for big guys like that to get hurt like his size um you know in WWE um and as for McGregor you know he's not getting killed in an MMA ring he's you know gonna be able to you know space out the bumps um Matt I guess the last question here is it it what do you give the percentage respectively for each one of them uh being signed by wwe and having something more than a one-off um connor i would give zero percent and gronk i would give i don't know so we're saying if they sign they're gonna be there longer i i think gronk would i'll just say he's more likely to be the guy that would want to like make a career out of this i think conor mcgregor is just all about the payday and i the wwe does not like they have money they don't have the money to pay conor mcgregor to stick around for months or multiple instances they have the money to do one big payoff and that's about it okay i'm just saying Um, i mean from the financial perspective conor mcgregor gets paid a lot to be in fights and I I think that he could just keep getting paid a lot to do other things for one day. Hmm. Okay, I think those are that's a fair argument. Um, it's a great. Have idea. they both made enough money to say that you know maybe it's not as big a deal and they just want to be in front of the camera? Um, maybe that question's kind of aimed more at, Mc, at McGregor because he loves having that that podium um, and attention, but. Um, I don't know. I, I I sincerely think we're going to see both these guys in WWE in some capacity in the near future, for sure. Ugh. Well, let's let's move on. We're we're still we're just getting past tidbits, and we're at a half hour into the show. Um, right. We got to talk some. There were so many things that happened. Uh, actually, you know what? There are two huge things, and I'm going to make y'all wait. You're going to wait a little bit because we've got. Let's get raw out of the way because this is one of the worst raws in, in a while <laughs> um i mean even you get a last man standing match and holy shit was that that was one of the worst last man standing matches like one of the most anticlimactic you know counting to 10 that was terrible um and i loved your mcintyre i the two shirts i just bought mike for wrestlemania i got my uh wrestle well yeah my wrestle man ia t-shirt and then uh because you're asking me about how many mcintyre shirts i have and i said i only have one and it's kind of a mcintyre ziggler shirt 
Yeah. I did feel guilty, so I went and got myself a McIntyre shirt, too. So I will be donning <laughs> a Scottish and an Irish uh, shirt <laughs> during Mania in a couple weekends. Pretty proud of that, actually, now that I think about it. Um, but that being said, so I'm a huge McIntyre fan. Uh, the Ambrose thing, I, I don't know where this is going. It does... I know people are saying, you know, is he really leaving? We asked that question a few weeks ago. Didn't I think they it's just done. do this match where they had a, a stipulation like a, a no holds barred. Yeah, McIntyre versus. Why are we doing this again? I think it's because you know there, there's the excitement of WrestleMania season, but there's also let's keep everybody safe and and not hurt. Hmm. I mean, okay. that's so. What's Seth Rollins doing? He's in the big championship match, um, keeping him nice and safe. Think about, we'll get to Asuka and Charlotte, but was that an hour-long match like it should have been? Nope. Nope. Not a lot of risks taken. And and they're two ladies that know each other because they've fought, they've, they've, you know, they've been in the ring together a lot. So it, it, putting Charlotte in a match isn't the safest decision, but putting her in a match with Asuka is. Um, and then, well, you know, uh, you've got Kurt Angle doing his tour, so if he breaks his neck, you know, no harm, no foul. Uh, well, you know what came out this week about Kurt Angle too, um, and did did you get a chance to see his match with Samoa Joe on Monday? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that poor man. Um, it's t- it's time. Yeah. I mean, that snaps that snap suplex. I don't know what that was. Like I, it's Kurt Angle. I mean, he's a master of safe wrestling and suplexes, and it just it looks like it's all over for him. He he looked like he just kind of did like a you know. Jimbery class uh, tumbling instead of a snap suplex. I don't know what that was. Um, well, last thing... really. No, I was just gonna say it was kind of rough to watch. And the cool thing is that they're letting Kurt apparently, uh, you know, pick his opponents here as it as his career winds down. So it's it's nice that Joe got a, a prominent spot like that. But man, it. We got, we got, we need WrestleMania to get here even sooner, just for Kurt's sake. It's, it's yeah. getting dangerous out there. <laughs> and it um, is, uh, yeah. So Kurt Angle is uh, announced, you know, announced his career will come to an end at this WrestleMania. But what I think is interesting is how angry everybody is about his opponent being Baron Corbin. And I just, I mean, did everyone really want this match? Like, g- granted, like when you hear it's Baron Corbin, you're not like what. But we're also talking about a Kurt Angle match. Like those aren't exciting. Kurt is is past the he's I mean saying past his prime is is almost generous. Like uh, he is so far beyond putting together a Kurt Angle match. I you know, I don't even know how else to look at it, but what you're getting with Baron Corbin at least is another guy on the match card and you're not you're not like wasting AJ Styles or Samoa Joe in a you know a two minute match that you know now I feel like this is going to be like a schmaz and people are going to come and interfere and make sure that uh you know Kurt Angle wins or something like that I I I think it's different you know than like the Ric Flair thing I don't think Baron Corbin's going to go over like we we used to talk a lot about guys being Teflon where no matter how much they lose they're not going to get hurt. Baron Corbin is at that point. 
Like, it doesn't matter how many times that guy loses. He's still going to come in the next day as a cocky moron, yeah. Baron Corbin. So, And he might he might even find a way to book himself in a match. Uh, he's not even the constable. He's not the GM anymore. I, I just have confidence in himself getting some sort of booking that favors his desires. I guess... Um, yeah, what do we... Okay, we got Drew out of the way. So, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, the one the one thing we haven't factored in, you know, because yeah. we've been talking about this fantasy match with, um, you know, coming full circle between Angle and Cena, um, there's still a strong likelihood of that, you know, Corbin pulling some shenanigans. And, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, Cena coming in and saying, hey, bud, let's, let's end this. The one thing that kind of pumps the brakes on that scenario... Um, is who would be carrying a match between Rusty Cena and Broken Kurt Angle, who, he doesn't even look like White Sox Michael Jordan. He looks like, you know, Washington Wizards Michael Jordan. Like, it, it looks like it's it's time. Uh, I mean, you just, you know, just ask The Undertaker who carries a, a match with two Rusty guys in the ring <laughs> with John Cena. Um, God, I can't believe that's still a rumor that Undertaker's that got to get a match. It? Yep, that was just my last goodness. year. One of Undertaker's worst years of his career, and you still have people going, oh my god, who's Undertaker going to face this year? Father yeah. Time? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, that, it's, so, it's okay. Just Yeah. It's, I'm fine. It's okay to end. I, yeah, I mean, we can we have the network. Yeah, uh, you can go back I just watched and watch better matches. Much better. And Undertaker versus Jake the Snake Roberts was awesome. It was like vintage zombie Undertaker versus the Snake, who still had some agility in that in that that old body. Um, I highly recommend watching that. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's stick on point here, Matt. I guess I'm not that I'm not that upset because I feel confident in Baron Corbin's ability to. Uh, not deliver a five star match, but he's going to be able to, you know. Do something that I, I, I you're not going to be too upset, I think, with the outcome of this match. Yeah. That's going to be his job. So I hope I, that was I, the yeah. I hope that was the the message I gave off because I like I said I, I don't understand why people are so upset about it, but I don't know. Um, the other thing that I think we'd want to touch on for Raw is uh, touch it. Uh, we added. Oh, did you have one more? Oh, I said touch it. Oh, touch you it. You said touch on it. Give me what I want! Uh, Triple H has now started stealing jokes from Matthew of Botchamania. Um, stealing the um, Spice Girl song as far yeah. as, uh, you know, the, the lines making fun of Batista's kind of off-the-cuff promo. Uh, I like the it. give me what I want line. Yeah. Um, it was actually a pretty funny promo from Triple H, but I think when he got serious, that's when I started to enjoy it a little bit more, just because it's promos like this that reminded me why he is the game, and, like, why you get invested in Triple H matches when he's, you know, fighting Shawn Michaels, or he's fighting The Undertaker. It's it's promos like these that I think, you know, kind of put him up in that, that upper stratosphere of superstars. Um, and finally, we learned that the, the big stipulation... Um, the mic drop, if you will, is that Batista said he wants Triple H to put his career on the line at WrestleMania. Um, and I just thought that it was a cool, a cool, cool idea to to add a little brooding interest 
Um, but I also really like Triple H's rebuttal to that, and he basically said, if, if I can't beat you, then I deserve to have my in-ring career come to an end. Yeah. Um, so kind of flipping it back on Batista, that was a, that was a pretty good line. Matt, um, does the stipulation kind of move the needle for you? Uh, do you think that it needed it? Um, and with that stipulation in mind, is there any way, uh, I guess, that, that you know, Batista's actually going to win? Well, I, this is this is something where I think we were all okay with seeing Batista come back, and especially facing Triple H is, like, the perfect way to do it. He's not getting in the way of, like, our main event or our, our title matches. And, and another, you know, th- this type of stipulation is only an end-of-match you know juicer it's not anything where now now the promos are juicier we already knew these two guys hated each other and they've been coming pretty hard so um i you know we'll we'll feel it when it happens i think um you know the thoughts i've been having are it's too bad triple h who hasn't really given us a bad match in a while or i mean you know you you fight sting again we've got like the kurt angle problem of course it's gonna look bad but, you know, when, uh, Triple H still can could kind of, you know, he's facing Kane and Undertaker. He's kind of carrying that whole match. Uh, but uh, the point being, this might be Triple H being so smart when it comes to this business, knowing when to duck out and, and, and call it a career. And he's gotten to fight with, with Sean one more time. Now he gets to fight with Batista. He got to fight with Undertaker one more time. Uh, it does kind of feel like it's ending, but I, I will still have that like <gasps> when it when it's over you know the end of triple h I, I think that'll be that'll be something important for wrestling fans to tune in and, and watch so that juice like i said is just an end of match juice um i think this still would have been a fun match to watch but um i you know i i like i like that the drama of uh of what that the end of that match is gonna mean because uh, it also will be interesting to see what Batista does uh, going forward. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, did you have any other? Did you have a different thought you wanted to throw on there? Uh, no, I think I think we pretty much got that. Um, oh, yeah, we've got uh, the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal getting ruined. Uh, Colin Yost and uh, Michael Shea. Yeah, Michael Shea. Jesus. Uh, you don't want to know what I was about to say. I can't believe the one you remembered. I remember Michael Shea and not that other bozo. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, now they're in this uh, in this match. Uh, they're I think in a feud with you, Braun Strowman. Yeah, you posed the question, uh, are they going to win this match? I, I think there's a very good chance. I don't think the WWE has ever cared about this Andre the Giant uh memorial battle royal and you know the proof is in who's won this thing so either they're just gonna let Braun Strowman destroy and win again or they're gonna create you know a funny moment that'll be on ESPN and on NBC and you know the Today Show kind of thing and I think they're more focused on Wrestlemania they're more focused on getting those moments than making sure Braun Strowman looks strong and this battle royal so uh to answer your question on twitter uh that i believe it was you who asked that that's probably what's gonna happen Mm. well yeah i you know (laughs) it's it's 
I don't want to put too much time into this because we still want to talk about the the you know what was the best show of the week was SmackDown. Um, it's just one thing I want to make sure we give credit to is to people like Chris Jericho, to people like Kevin Owens, um, you know, people like Shawn Michaels because I feel like those Nobody guys are able to get well. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, like, they're able to get laughs out of mostly PG humor. Yeah. And this Saturday Night Live, Braun Strowman, like, these are professional comedy writers. I mean, say what you want about Saturday Night Live, not like when I was a kid. I mean, these guys write jokes for a living, so, I mean, it's heavy competition. Uh, and this bit just died on the stage. I, I'm just... Oof, it was embarrassing, and I, it's it's a segment I would never want to show somebody if they're like, why do you watch professional wrestling? I would never let them see this, because I would you know, never live it down. I, and uh, I, you know, people should be that embarrassed if they're, like, huge fans of those two, because, Jesus. I mean, I, I that they, they do this segment on Saturday Night Live. If I ever watch it, I always skip that that news like now i skip it if it was still tina fey and amy poehler that was interesting now it's just like something they have to do and you could tell they don't try anymore so i I will say at least as a like part-time saturday night live viewer i do not watch their comedy i don't think they're funny and it's not i'm not trying to sound like i'm not i'm not being bitter or sore about them being in my wrestling um I just think, as, as you put it, as a couple of comedians go, uh, writing those skits and acting them out, eh, it's just it's just not their game. No. Um, I don't know. Ho- hopefully they, Jesus, figure something funny out for WrestleMania because I, I don't... I, they should not be hosting. They should not be special correspondents. This is just rough. Like, it really makes me think about, you know, some of the, how Jon Stewart had... I think he had the right balance of, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but still having that awareness because he's such a fan that in some capacity you want to, you know, take it a little bit seriously because people love it. So we don't want to just see the, the, you know, the show be condescended to, which is kind of what we were getting at with this, with this joke, Um, especially dropping the F word again in fake. So uh it's 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 tricky waters to navigate and i i think john stewart did a pretty good job of it and i think his 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 um performance looks even better watching this year's attempt at comedy yeah um with that said matt let's move on to what was the best wwe showing of the week it was smackdown because it gave us a lot to digest um all right, wait, 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 real quick. Uh, Kurt Angle, yeah. AJ, Randy Orton came in and ruined it. Uh, Kurt was very sad and teary fighting AJ. It was cute. And then oh, Shane and The Miz uh, are going to do a false count anywhere at WrestleMania. Boom. All right, juicy stuff. What do you want to talk first? Um, You know, what the hell are we doing to Asuka? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I... so we're. it's not... Listen, I, I get having all the gold in one in, in one match you know as far as the women goes let's have the raw and the smackdown in there we're already doing smackdown versus raw people we're already doing that so why not just have all the belts in there um i don't know if they're gonna also have that smackdown belt be a stip uh, you know on the line i don't know um 
But I mean, they just strip Asuka's, you know, it, it, she had her, her match with Charlotte last year, WrestleMania, right? Right. We built her up undefeated in NXT, wins a Royal Rumble, goes to Mania, loses. Uh, basically, she has a whole year of garbage. Uh, nothing memorable, no memorable feuds, uh, no championships. And then we get to Royal Rumble. Um, I apologize. You know, she won a triple threat. She defended it, uh, went, defended her belt at Royal Rumble, defeated Becky Lynch one-on-one. Awesome. Seems like we've built her back up. She has no match scheduled for WrestleMania. So with no fanfare, no announcement, no, uh, you know, uh, uh, teasing hey we're gonna have a women's championship match on smackdown it's not the closing segment right it's not the opening segment it's the middle of the show it's 10 minutes long and oscar gives up her belt like that why is this man i don't even know if we are equipped to handle what is what what could possibly be going on backstage to justify what happened I, I know, I, I know that you know it gets this. all the gold in one match, but Matt, why why are we doing this to Asuka with with no, just no explanation? We're just throwing it right out there. What the heck happened in that writing room? What happened was everything I predicted a month ago when I said you can't put Charlotte in this match, and I was accused. Of just being sore at Charlotte and being mad at her. And I said, nay, nay. I was worried about the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I said, if you want to make a difference, you can't just have one women's match in this entire program and say, look, now we care about women's wrestling. Because what it takes to care about women's wrestling is good storytelling and putting the time and effort to tell, you know, multiple storylines and not just one and not to mention they did a very bad job telling this becky lynch ronda rousey story that would just write itself they did a very bad job with that and now they've gone so deep into the hole that they've they've ruined everything that was going on there that they just had oscar job out i'm saying job out to charlotte so Charlotte could go on to Instagram and say, wow, what a great opponent I had in Asuka as I beat her again. And, and it's just, you know, there's people on, on Twitter that were saying, "I oh man, you know, everybody complaining. I'll take Asuka versus Charlotte, Charlotte any day of the week. Yeah, right. We all would. Except when it's a fucking 10-minute jobber match and she taps out <laughs> on one goddamn fucking uh figure eight like there's no drama don't tell me there's fucking drama that there's hate there's anger and again i'm not mad at charlotte we're mad at the goddamn fucking booking charlotte we know she's great and my argument has always been she's so great that we could have sold a rematch of last year's wrestlemania of oscar and charlotte and it would have been humongous it would have been not as great as Becky and Ronda, which, oh my God, what a shock. But it would have still been great. And now this is where we're at because we don't have a creative team that respects women's wrestling. I, I think I, I, if if we had to 
dissect this as a detective? Where's the evidence that says otherwise? Because the only reason Becky and uh, Rhonda and Charlotte are in the main event is because of how huge Rhonda was coming to the WWE and uh, because of how big Becky got and how many t-shirts she's selling. How many goddamn Funko Pops sold out as one of the top-selling Funko Pop products of all time? There's proof there. There's evidence. But where's the evidence to say that WWE actually cares about women's wrestling? Because this, this is the evidence that they don't. I well, You do the obvious you, thing and you put them in the main event, but this, this well, is let me pathetic. Let me ask you this. We're... we're well, we've all, what do we have? One, one episode of TV left before WrestleMania, correct? Right. So we're gonna we're gonna try and fix this now, right? Well, what is? I, I have a feeling what you're gonna say, but I guess two things. It's it's things that we've been trying to do when we make our predictions for um, pay per views. What is your ideal scenario for these women's matches? And then what's going to happen? Because, you know, do we, you know, there's an option, do we just let Asuka join the match? And I, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's too much going on in one match. Um, especially if they just add Asuka to, you know, eat an armbar from Ronda. Um, is it, you know, are we just trying to get all four, four of the horsewomen to hold the belts? Um, so, you know, Becky leaves Mania with, with Raw... Charlotte has SmackDown, and then obviously Boss and Hug have the tag titles. Or, in some capacity, is it the heavy-handed uh, visual of either Charlotte or Becky or Ronda holding both belts? Um, or, you know, I'm going to say the ideal scenario. Goodness gracious. I, 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 I'm just... I'm pretty sure they've already started selling posters and t-shirts of, you know, the triple threat for Charlotte becky and ronda but if we could somehow just get asuka out there on twitter and start bombing us with those those exploding car uh um gifts you know challenging charlotte for a rematch at wrestlemania i i have no idea why they would wait this long if that's what they're gonna do because i think that as soon as royal rumble was over i think that that tuesday night smackdown after i think she should have started sending those gifts immediately and saying, hey, you beat me last year. You know what? Mania's coming up. I want a rematch because I know I'm better. Um, I think that that would have been an A-plus story. I think it would have given us two really compelling uh, women's matches. And, you know, we're you and I still aren't quite sold on the contenders and the current holder of the women's tag titles, but that's a whole other story. Um, so, Matt, of those scenarios... I, it doesn't have any time to really marinate or get the get the storytelling juices flowing but oh as far as you know doing oscar the the dirty oh like they did on tuesday i i wish i wish we could pull charlotte out and have two high profile matches that would be my ideal but what's going to happen is i, I think oscar's just going to be on the bench and I think we're just going to have the visual representation of the man versus Raw's champion versus SmackDown's champion. 
I mean, yeah. Um, uh, maybe they'll do like a number one contenders match, and they'll be like, "See, we let we let Asuka win. Look how angry she is, and she won." But you know, we can't we can't ignore this because the WWE is going to pat themselves on the back for pretending to care about women's wrestling. I just it can't be this hard to write multiple storylines. Granted, one. Can they get one right? You know? I, yeah, you make the <laughs> argument right now that they haven't. I, you know, I, I, I've seen the visuals. Um, right now, to me, the most believable ending kind of feels like a four horsewomen. That this match is only for the Raw women's title. Um, and the end of this night will be to set up next year's WrestleMania of four on four i guess maybe not even wrestlemania but maybe SummerSlam or something like that but we're gonna see three ladies or jesus four ladies in the ring holding titles charlotte is gonna turn on ronda and they were gonna show that the bond is stronger than ever all of this fighting won't even matter because i can turn it back on again later but, you know, let's show how strong the four horsewomen are. That they can come together. And now we've got the tag champions, the SmackDown women's champion, and the Raw women's champion. It just... It seems inevitable. I I mean, I do kind of look at, you know, when we talk about the different options, is, is Asuka going to join this match? Like, think about how perfect it is if Becky gets asuka to tap then they can you know they can go backwards and say well asuka isn't really losing here because when it was one-on-one asuka beat becky so technically no yeah, we're all square here we're all 50 50 even <laughs> um so that i mean that kind of scares me um and then you know like you said having one of these uh ladies hold up both titles i feel like is just the biggest fuck you to this division i think we could get um i mean i talk about like looking around this division we, we have we have tag titles that are on the line now and we can't get through a match with without you know, some sort of, these... of catastrophe happening <laughs> right like a hold your breath <laughs> moment some sort of near mortal injury <laughs> yeah like let's oh oh god like please get that hurricane rana correctly or you know what i mean like what has happened to this division where it was just doing so great and then the the creative got bad now the just the straight up booking is bad i mean is it just one of these things where becky's gonna win and we're just gonna forget it even charlotte didn't look super happy that she won sitting on the outside of the ring i know she was supposed to kind of be like you know uh reveling in the moment but her face kind of looked like oh this sucks why did they do this now she uh i think she said all she could while still maintaining the you know the uh the air of the queen where she was basic it almost like when she tweeted at asuka it was almost like she was apologizing like this wasn't my idea yeah no and and you know to put her in that position not that that's why that's so that's why this is such a bad idea that charlotte hated it and now she's even going against her character to apologize because it's so bad like for anybody that was on social media yesterday 
eating this up, you're you're a fucking idiot. Because that match sucked, for one. If it was an amazing match, maybe it's forgivable. That match was not amazing. And if you're telling yourself it is, I I don't know what you're watching. I really don't know what you're watching anymore. Um, but if you're also telling yourself that you needed to see Charlotte hold the SmackDown women's title <laughs> for two fucking weeks before this match, and you're like, okay, now I'm on board. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I need to start writing down Twitter handles and calling people out because that was the dumbest fucking thing I saw yesterday was someone trying to justify that match saying, uh, well, yeah, now now Charlotte really looks like the hand-picked Vince McMahon, you know, type, and, and now she's more believable because she's an eight-time champ, and now she's coming in with gold. If at, were, Was anybody really, like, thinking, oh, my God, we're going to have to watch this triple threat? Fuck this. No! Like, this wasn't for... The wrestling fan was on board. And you can't dissect this as a I-know-better-than-you wrestling fan... Because we all knew this was going to be the goddamn main event for like six fucking months. So it didn't need to happen. If you knew it was going to happen six months ago, that this main event was going to happen, wh- like where were you going? Oh, make sure Asuka gets rid of that fucking title because she just can't. <laughs> that's too heavy for her. She, the, 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 weight, the weight of that title is just too much figuratively for Asuka. Like, don't. I don't like that. I don't know what makes me more mad is the fools that are eating this up, the idiots that are that are justifying it, which is different from just eating it up. But the people that are out there vocally justifying it, trying to to defend their own wrestling knowledge, and to yeah. say they know more because they like this, or yeah. is it WWE creative? I I'm at a Matt, loss because I can't answer that question because they Matt, all I I want them all dead. Go ahead. Real quick. Uh, uh, Piper debuted on NXT UK. Pete Dunne and Walter signed contracts. Woohoo. Uh, Kona Reeves lost to Matt Riddle. Gargano and Adam Cole had an okay promo. And Alistair Black and Ricochet defeated the Forgotten Sons. And a you know, pretty fine match. And uh, they're going to face the War Raiders. But uh, I just want to get that out of the way. Because I think this is the biggest talking point here. Because we're not even at Kofi Kingston yet. And, um, and for you know we kind of knew kofi was gonna happen too so i mean all right so, <laughs> so this is it we can talk are about we gonna this find out like hours. are we gonna find out that asuka had some like she got some sudden injury and with mania around the corner rather than have her on the bench you know let's let's have her do a quick match where she doesn't get really hurt or really you know worse than her injury and just give it to charlotte uh I mean, but I mean, then where where was her booking before? Where was her championship match? Uh, who's? Oh, Asuka. I'm sorry. Where was, you know, where was the setup for months for her defense of this? Oh, oh you're title? saying that, um, you know, if this was an emergency situation, then, you know, what the hell was the plan? Yeah, exactly. Because we had nothing. We had nothing for her. Yeah. Nothing. We don't even have, we didn't have any contenders. Because I, I, uh, the way I'm reading what you're saying is I was kind of reading, like, you you know, you're putting that out there, but it's that's not really... So I, I was helping you answer it. But go ahead. Sorry. 
No, I, I mean, you're bringing up a great point. Um, they obviously weren't concerned about Asuka's booking um, for the months after. Uh, she kind of had a half-baked feud with um, Mandy. I, you know, not the worst situation ever, but, you know, in-ring-wise, you could see how Asuka's miles ahead of her. Um, you know, so it was just a, it was just a mismatch, and so you could tell Mandy had no shot. Um, it's just, I, I like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited, to, I guess, maybe excited's even the wrong word. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see what they try to pull, uh, come Tuesday <laughs> to explain this mess, um, that is Asuka's professional career in WWE. Yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me because she was already, you know, because we're going to jump to Kofi here in a minute. She was already, uh, I guess she'd already recovered from the devastating loss of her belt because she was already one of the goofballs, you know, cheering on the New Day in their gauntlet match. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, she's already at a point where she's, you know, just a prop. You know, she's, she's not a wrestler. She's a prop. You know, she's a smiling babyface prop um just part of you know nothing backstage segments to you know fill the screen so it looks like more people care in the locker room about what's happening uh out in the stage so I, you know you know uh just with my girlfriend today we just talked about you know what's happening at wrestlemania and you know the name nakamura came up and what's he up to because she's you know doesn't pay attention like we do and she wanted to know why he's just not not in a more prominent spot. And as of now, I don't think he even has a match schedule for WrestleMania. Uh, maybe he'll be in the Battle Royal. Uh, <laughs> pretty far fall from grace here. And I guess I'm just connecting him with Asuka because, you know, the two of them... Yeah, they won the Royal Rumble. Both won Royal Rumbles. Both of them just, you know, had our emotions in, in, the, in their hands for their entire NXT runs. And they're both just abused left and right on this main roster show. Um, at least Asuka had a shot with with you know some some main uh, gold. You know that U.S. title for Nakamura was was short lived, and it's the U.S. title, so you know. Uh, but I I don't get it. I, I, I don't know what they want from Asuka. I I don't know why they don't just get her a mouthpiece. I'm tired. I'm tired of rehashing this, Matt. We do this every week. <laughs> we do this every week. We have mouthpieces for guys that we like. I mean, as far as WWE goes, not you and I personally. Yeah. Um, God forbid, you know. I guess they want AOP to succeed. They want you know Brock Lesnar obviously to succeed. Uh, Bobby Lashley they want to succeed, but they don't give a shit about somebody like Asuka who's there every week busting her ass and shirt her her reason for not being able to talk is that the english language sucks and if you're from asia it's really hard to teach your tongue to make these awful english sounds so <laughs> their punishment is you never get to succeed <laughs> um there's options for you but we're gonna use them on people who already speak english so we're going to take your belt off of you on TV in a 10-minute squash. No, you're not going to participate at WrestleMania. Any further questions? 
All right, we'll see you in two weeks when the Smackdowns don't matter. Bye bye. When the Smackdowns don't matter. I. I mean, yeah. I the the thing that you're most right about is how we bring this up week after week after week, and we've just we've got to listen to you know like bad casting. How many times have we brought up we've brought up bad casting? What I mean, what goes into casting is is trying to make your best talent work and and it's one thing for me to argue that you know maybe there's there's bad casting with like a bobby lashley because his voice just is not intimidating uh but for oscar she's just so goddamn talented in the ring it just seems like it's such a waste to not want to use that and to not want to make your fans happy and I know now that's we're touching a whole new territory. Like once we start talking about like making the, why why doesn't the WWE like making the fans happy? And you know that that is probably the most pathetic thing I've I've ever said uh, on the show. But it, you know that, I think that's what it all always comes back to is you know why just doing the old Batista give me what I want. I, I can't. What do we have to do? <laughs> I don't know. I, go, I think we all need to find Ric Flair. And, uh, like, each one of us as wrestling fans, we're just going to have to beat up the old man until we get what we want. How many and times I, do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, oh, I mean, fun fact. Uh, my girlfriend's only wrestling shirt is Asuka. Well, that sucks. Yep. Because she's not wearing it at WrestleMania. <laughs> it was on sale for like 12 bucks or something. Um, yeah, it's it's incredibly frustrating uh, just because it puts so many people in weird positions. Um, Asuka, Charlotte, the rest of the women on SmackDown. Uh, and then potentially, if we do split up Charlotte, Becky, Ronda... How we're gonna explain that next Monday and Tuesday, and just have everybody sign off, be like, okay. So there, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why you would do this. I, <laughs> I don't know. May, you know, we have like, another week to explain it, so it's. Can I? Can I just have fun here for a sec? Like, let's pretend that yeah. was the plan all along. It was supposed okay. to be a fatal four-way, right? Okay. Why? <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't they just write it as a fatal four way <laughs> months ago? <laughs> like they're uh, no, no, no. People aren't gonna buy tickets if they know Oscar's in this main event. I, I know. How about? Let's know, wait till we two get their weeks money. before. <laughs> wait till we get their money. All right, then. <laughs> We're going to have Asuka get squashed, all right, in a title match against Charlotte. No, I mean, no, no. It's going to be, it's <laughs> going to start at like 8.32 and it'll be be over by 8.42. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern time. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, this is also bringing up the idea in my head. Uh, are they actually crafting creative ideas anymore or are they only doing like what's going to make us most angry and 
and question what's going on on social media so that they can be number one trending, not just during their shows, but for hours after. And then here we are doing 30 minutes on this one result. <laughs> like, are they that genius? Like, are they that smart? Or are they, or do they have the worst creative of all time? I, you know, I... That, that's the other thing, too. I, I, before I, I called you to do today's episode, I, I just... I wish I could be in that writer's room to see the big dry erase board where they have all this stuff mapped out. <laughs> and, and the end game was a fatal four-way? That's, that's assuming that, you know, there is any organization to this. <laughs> so, like, not just the people, like, you know, scratching out, you know, make a plan for Asuka. No, this is dry erase. Just erase that. You know, we'll figure something out. You know, the last second to last smackdown before the big show let's do that we'll put it off um because at some point you have to tell the wrestlers what's happening so asuka we're gonna yeah i know we built you up a couple years ago and yeah you've had kind of a rough year and then we gave you the title and you defended it well and then you had another successful defense with that said we don't want you to be champion anymore or even appear on TV come WrestleMania. Why? I th you know what? I think we erased the why off the dry erase board. Uh, <laughs> you know, I put, you know, I wrote save next to it. And I think that the custodian probably didn't see the save part. And he just, you know, right wiped it right off. So, um, hmm. we'll just never know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that dry erase board, my God, uh, that is canon. So I'm sorry that your canon got erased. There's no, there's nothing I can do. My, hand, my hands are tied, okay? <laughs> um, I, I don't know, Matt. We, we have one more Tuesday for WWE to try to redeem themselves. Uh, we want to try and talk about that next week. And we also have to figure out some way to preview the biggest event in wrestling for the year sorry new japan it's it's wrestlemania um so i don't know if we're gonna have an action-packed mega episode which i don't know if it's really that different from every other week when we shoot for an hour and do 80 minutes <laughs> um but uh yeah we got we got to figure something out but before we do matt we had a gauntlet match that the the new day Ooh, thank you uh, the New Day had a gauntlet match, minus Kofi Kingston, where the, they had to win tag team bouts. Uh, and then ultimately, if they uh, uh, succeeded, Kofi would get his, his championship match. Um, do you think this was the best way to go about this? No. Um, having Xavier and Big E <laughs> decide Kofi's fate? I... I think if it means something like for Big E, like a lot of people were tweeting out the the photos of Big E's face and the you know he was like giving eyes uh, to Kofi like he was pissed. You could also make the argument he also just looked tired and exhausted, but um, I think if it means something and like Vince, you know like the big evil plan here wasn't 
to just give Kofi a, a WWE championship match, but he was trying to punish the New Day and, and break them up by doing this. That's a good story. I mean, do I have the confidence in WWE creative thinking that far ahead? No. But if that, you know, if that's an end game, then this makes more sense. But to kind of go, you know, oh, Kofi, you couldn't do it yourself. You you couldn't earn a WWE championship match, so we'll have someone else earn it for you. Yeah, it's kind of a weird you know, way to give out the absolutely. biggest match on, like, arguably one of the biggest matches on the card. Absolutely. You know, I think that having the New Day involved in the outcome is not, it's not even a god-awful idea. I think that if they just reverse the order and had New Day have to win tag team matches first, um, and then maybe they get overcome by, you know, some powerhouse like AOP, just, you know, something like that, or all three members of Sanity, something like that. And then ultimately have Kofi have to win a gauntlet on his own. Instead, what we've done is we've had Kofi fail on his own. Uh, he wasn't able to cut promos, so the other members of New Day had to cut promos. Uh, then, after Kofi failed again, uh, both on the microphone and in the ring, uh, then the New Day members, not named Kofi, had to go out and win matches for him on his behalf. And he's already, in my opinion, my humble opinion, the least deserving of a main event <laughs> belt. And he's already having to defer to people who are better on the mic. And in some capacity, they have skills that he doesn't have in the ring. Right. And this, you know, this isn't an argument, like, against, like, uh, you know, you can't have a, a Kofi in the WWE. You know, like, we're not... Who Who is the stupid moron that used to work for the WWE that's complaining that there's two tiny guys in the WWE Championship match? It's not about that. It's just... I think I, w I would go back to, like, what Vince said a couple weeks ago just to kind of, you know... I, I don't hate that Kofi's in this match. I think it's fun. But when you yeah. talk about, like, what makes more sense... I feel like it's it is kind of weird to just go. Oh well, yeah, you've been here for ten years. You can have a WWE Championship match. <laughs> what? At Fastlane? No, 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 no. WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many guys <laughs> have been wrestling for ten years? And uh, you know what? That's even beside the I'm point. I'm here to show the, the world. I'm here to show the world. Come on! Right. Bring it up. And Kofi's great. <laughs> and and you know what you know what Dolph doesn't deserve it either but who does deserve it and i will eat a giant goddamn cake one of these fucking days that'll be dick cake number two when number two if if big e ends up in a feud with kofi <laughs> kingston after this and wins the title i and he has to do it by money in the bank i will not eat any cake that is my goal but if he, if this doesn't happen by Money in the Bank, Mike, you have to make me two cakes, two biggie cakes, and I will eat both of them while we watch Money in the Bank, regardless if Biggie's in Money in the Bank or not. All right, deal. All right, so he's got to win the WWE Championship. I want to say deal before I had to put something on the line. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to win the WWE Championship. I'm kind of playing double or nothing here, so I. I mean, 
No, you're just going to eat two dick cakes. I think that was what we were deciding. I just want cake. That's... I know. You just want big dick cakes. All no. Right, so... I just want cake. No. Uh... It's just a cake. I only want cake. I, I eat it so fast, I can't even tell it's a dick. Uh... <laughs> um... I'll share a little bit. Yeah, do you... I mean, are you kind of on the same page with me? Do you think it would have helped to just flip-flap the order? Oh, my God, um, yeah. That would have been, like, much better booking to have... New day, right. New day loses, and then this would be an opportunity for Kofi to, like, stand up for himself. Guys, I appreciate the effort, but I got this. You know, then he goes out and has the match of his life. I think they've proved that they are writing this the morning of. Like... Oh, what was the, what did we do last week? All right, so we have to do this. Like, there isn't a giant plan anymore. There's one. There's one where we've obviously kept Seth Rollins very, very safe and warm and cuddly, because something huge is happening at WrestleMania for Seth Rollins. Because we could not afford an injury to Seth Seth Rollins, <laughs> or you know what he's already hurt. It couldn't be further injured. So I think I think there. That that is a a clue that Seth Rollins is winning this title, right? Right. I think that's really. I, I think that's uh, writing is on the wall. But let me throw this at oh, you. Oh, I was hoping you were gonna say astute. Uh, nope. I felt like so, that's where you were going. You were like, that is really well, that point. Is a hoot. you know. How about a hoot? Well, that's kind of a community college word. Uh, we're, a hoot? we're more of a GED, I think. It's gutted. <laughs> it's gutted. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Matt, let me throw this at you. Now, I know with Kofi, we've really enjoyed, WWE writers-wise, they've really enjoyed kind of pigging, piggyback riding the Daniel Bryan story from WrestleMania 30. Now, would you have a tremendous boner. pro wrestling boner <laughs> if at WrestleMania Vince McMahon creates one last stipulation where Kofi has to go through a New Day gauntlet match to get his title shot? I don't know. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I like. I kind of feel like something like that's a coming, but I, I don't need it. I mean, aren't we past that? Haven't we? How many weeks have we gone? Right. I don't know. I, well, the guy can't cut promos, Matt. So we got to put him in hour-long matches. Here's the thing. Jesus. I totally, now that you've said it, yes, that's good. That will be what happens. And it's going to be incredibly draining because, again, everybody, Kofi is is, is not the greatest sports entertainer of all time. That's no, Tommaso, no Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. Yeah, brothers. Woo! <laughs> Slap hands. All right. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a little draining to watch Kofi in two different matches at, at, at WrestleMania. And again, we don't es hate Kofi, everybody. Especially because I don't think... 
I think that you and I do not have a uh, unique opinion as far as who is the most deserving of a title match at WrestleMania. So we could hear crowd going, Big E, Big E, Big E. And we're going to have to hear Michael Cole explain that the Big E chants are actually Kofi chants that are hard to understand. <laughs> so to avoid that embarrassment, that booking probably won't happen at Mania, but well, let me, probably can, in the near future. Can I ask you a fun question? Sure. Do you remember uh, the Royal Rumble before Roman Reigns won? We all wanted Roman Wayne, Ra- Roman Waynes to win the Royal Rumble. That wastely we wabbit. Yeah. We all wanted Roman to win. Then Roman is going to win, and we all just for anybody else, like, and I guess this isn't really the point I'm getting at, but you know, then we were like, oh my God, Rusev could win. Rusev, Rusev. If they said at WrestleMania, in your gauntlet match for the New Day, that the winner gets to face Daniel Bryan. Where would that crowd, who would they cheer for? Do you think they're still cheering for Kofi? I, 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 I think there's a lot of kids there, and I think they would root for Kofi, but I don't think, like, their high-pitched voices, I think their high-pitched voices would get drowned out. Maybe, maybe. See, and still hear it. Xavier, Xavier, Woods, Woods, Woods. <laughs> I don't. Xavier, Xavier. Woods, Woods, Woods. Uh, I, I sincerely think that people would be on the Big E Dick Cake train. Yes, exactly. They would. Thank you. All right, I'm glad we played that game. But isn't you know, that a fun thing to to, uh, to consider yeah, that's though? Something to maybe book for payback. Uh, Money in the Bank. But no, I think I don't know if we need to get to a 19-hour WrestleMania with I, a New Day Gauntlet match. I think, I think that Vince is now at this point where he's just gonna he's gonna prove a point, and he's gonna have them all face each other, and whoever gets the loudest cheers oh. during the match. In a, in a, are they gonna wrestle or do a dance off? <laughs> yeah, mm. whoever can gyrate the best gets to move on and fight daniel bryan it sounds like an opportunity for vince to bust out some of his oddly racist humor oh, uh, jesus <laughs> which one of you jive turkeys you know can dance uh, i think his humor is just off uh, do you remember that story where he just went nuts just because somebody I, fell in a pool i think that was a chris jericho <laughs> story yeah i remember that story God, uh, he's such an idiot he's a big duck dynasty fan i think oh uh, my god <laughs> one of our our relatives was sharing like a duck dynasty post uh, uh post on facebook and Why? they it, the the guy was explaining how dumb millennials are because we're always staring at our phones and this is the guy who's saying this is wearing like a fucking army fatigue shirt his beard is a mile goddamn long he sounds like you know he sounds like the backwoods moron that he is so basically, our family member is more happy and willing to share that they would they would rather follow this backwoods idiot than just maybe one of the millennials said something correctly. Which, by the way, most millennials are are getting into their thirties. So let's let's all just pump the brakes, you old farts, and and shitting on millennials because the generation that you're actually mad at 
which fuck you for being mad at a whole generation uh but the generation you're actually mad at is not millennials anymore um but go ahead mike i'm sorry you're saying something about the duck dynasty and vince oh he just thinks they're funny yeah um (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i think i think it's just a little too much to give kofi two matches at wrestlemania i think uh the way they keep dragging this out i think people are just gonna be just we're done okay kofi you got your match but you don't really need to win at wrestlemania we're we're good let's let's go with biggie (laughs) if it's a triple threat i'd want to see that if it's the convoluted gauntlet match i don't want that you know what one thing i do want to touch on this week is uh touch it was uh i thought the usos coming out you know for the gauntlet match and just saying you've earned our respect we forfeit i thought that was the one it was like they hired one new writer and he's like hey can i uh let me pitch something kind of different and they let him you know (laughs) this was his one shot to to include something and i was like that's a that was a little a little surprising you know we thought we were gonna get a classic match between those guys and uh that new writer you know he i don't know if he had his 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 name tag in the fishbowl and they let him do one thing this week on smackdown but it was a one one iota of originality where i was like all right touche touche i like um it made me wonder like how lengthy the conversation was where initially he comes running up and he's like, no, you, you guys are going to lay down. And then the Usos are like, huh? We're not laying down. We're fucking tag champs. No, no, no. I mean, like, you know, you'll, you'll let them win. So you'd have to lay down and get pinned. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> That's okay. Usos, you don't, you don't understand. Okay. I'm going to die on this hill. Okay. <laughs> Just give up! Is this what give me want? what I want! Give it! Well, then I, then I started wondering, too, if, like, you know, you figure Xavier Woods is in there, and he's always a good, you know, popski for pop culture and, and old wrestling references. Um, you know, how, Ooh, know how hard he pushed for the finger... Yeah! Of finger poke of doom. Yeah, yeah. finger poke. Yeah, I, you know, I would have enjoyed that, too. But, uh... I want you to know that when I said "Give me what I want," it on Audacity, the recording uh, software use, we use for the show, it was uh, it was about a nine on the Richter scale. <laughs> it blew out the speaker. I think. Did your laptop um, shake? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just heard my. I just heard. I've smelt them. This is the first time I heard my cat fart. That's how terrifying it was. Matt, we're at an hour and a half here. We are. We got a lot of work to do for next week. We got to get some previews together. Uh, we got a monster show. We got to preview the biggest takeover of the year. We got to preview WrestleMania. And I, I'll say it right now, Mike, to you and to all the people. I think we need two different episodes because that WrestleMania fucking preview with seventeen matches of of what's being predicted. We, we want to yeah. make it easier for you. We'll give you the option to listen to the NXT preview. <laughs> <laughs> and in some capacity we will we must talk about 
how they handle this Oscar situation next Tuesday. We have to dedicate time to that. Yes. We're going to give Asuka more time than, you know, WWE has. We're, we're going to do it. So it shouldn't be hard. It'll be 11 minutes instead of 10. But we're going we're gonna to try and cover Raw and SmackDown because Asuka deserves it. So, Matt. Mike. Are you good for this week, bud? Yeah, I guess. All right. I'm pumped to get all this stuff together. Uh, <laughs> I know that the uh, some of the builds have been a little questionable, but we're probably going to see about 10 really good matches, and I'm excited to talk about them next week. Um you know, for WrestleMania. So at least at least in the ring we should be in good hands. Yeah. No, this is this is still it's still WrestleMania. It's still a coming and um <coughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Matt. Let's uh Yeah, go, go to BODpodcast.com, brothers of discussion dot com. Uh, go to at BOD Podcast and please go to Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, and share. Or, I'm sorry, what the fuck am I talking about? Review <laughs> and subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, it helps us out a ton. Um, and please, uh, you know, if you, if you could, if you could, give us a, give us a good review. Thank you. Alright, yep, we got a Keep us employed just like Sanity and the Good Brothers who had cameos. Yeah. And, uh, they didn't do much this week, but, uh, you know, what would Otis say? Oh, yeah, we're coming. Hey, they haven't been on TV in a while. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.